Hey, y'all. Welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all the ins and outs, challenges, and opportunities HR, people managers, and all people face at work every day. I am one of your co-hosts, Chaz Fields, and I am joined by my sleepy friend, who... <laughs> Julie, you can share the story. Julie Devon. Oh, hi, everybody. Yes, I, I am a bit tired, but not too tired to record this podcast <laughs> with you, Chaz. Make it till you make it, baby. Yeah, make no, I had a 6 a.m. flight this morning and uh, had to get up at 3.30-ish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Chaz, I don't even know if I told you this, but uh, I got up and, and, you know, I showered, got ready to go to the airport and I actually took a wrong turn. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, t- I had a rental car. I took a wrong turn and a trip that should have taken me a half hour wound up taking an hour. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no. and I didn't tell you that. Sorry. I, I usually tell you everything, but um, wow. so yeah, so I was afraid I was going to miss my flight because That's I had golf clubs to check and everything. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> I made it Chaz, and here, wow. I, am. <laughs> here so, I am. So, so what is the, the tell me something good moment, I guess, <laughs> uh, minus your amazing wake up call that early. And I can oh, only imagine man. how late you stayed out the night before, but you know, I'll tell you, Oh, well, I mean, I'm not saying it was a casino that I was at, but <laughs> It was, um, <laughs> um, my something good, uh, you know, I, I think what's good is that I'm actually going to be home for a week. Wow. I know. And, and, uh, it's, it's, it's funny, Chaz, you know how, how often you and I travel and we love it. We love to travel. Yep. Sure um, and, uh, sometimes, uh, being home is a little odd, <laughs> You know, <laughs> right? You get you get a little stir crazy. You get a little antsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, however, okay, well, what? How do I relax? Right. However, you well, you get to go mow your yard. Right. That's true. Yeah. And, we, and really, we should practice what we preach. Didn't we do an episode on burnout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not there yet. Right. Not no, there yet. Not, um, no. No. We, no. We we're not, see, we're, yeah. We do see a lull in speaking season, though, which is good. we we That's do good. we do, and you know, we we recognize how fortunate we are to be able to do what we do. And bring you this podcast and travel the country speaking about HR topics and all things people at work. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway, you tell me something good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's really kind of crazy right now. Um, and by the time this episode drops, uh, it, it, you won't really know it, but it's 60 degrees in Dallas, Texas on May 25th. I mean, all right. Now, uh, for those people that don't live in Dallas or Texas area, it's not normal. Like it's so unbelievably, uh, you know, uh, abnormal that this is happening. I took I took pup out and we went and played fetch out on the golf course, and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm almost chilly because it was 98 last week, and I'm like, are you kidding me? It's wild. So meanwhile, um, living here in Maryland, if it's 60, we're all in shorts, and right. you know. <laughs> but but I will say this because I've traveled everywhere recently, I don't even know what climate I should be in. Or, right, right. My body's like, wait, where are we today? Yeah. Right, right, right. That's that's so funny. So I'm actually enjoying the weather. Obviously, in fact, I think I'm going to go mow, mow my yard here in a little bit. All right. Um, you know, but uh, before the holiday weekend, before we're out of here. So um, you know, I yeah, actually like to mow the lawn. I do. I do too. It's one. I, I feel like it's a it's a way to like relax and then you're accomplished at the end. Yeah. It's kinda of like I know a lot of people, like my wife, she absolutely hates painting. 
but I actually, well, painting like a room, you know, she yeah. loves painting on canvas, but painting, painting a room, she hates it. And I actually enjoy it because you can, I mean, it's instant gratification, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's one color and now it's a different color. Like it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've painted several rooms in my house and let's just say I'm not going to be hired anytime soon by anyone else. <laughs> However, I do like to paint as well. I love it. So, love Chaz, it. you and I should go to one of those paint nights sometime. I, uh, you know, <laughs> yes, the the that canvas, the, the wine yeah. and canvas or whatever. Done. Yes. We just talk about that. We need it. Yeah. We need a night out. Just chat. Hey, is this podcast about HR topics? It's, I, think I, think so. I, I think it's about all things. Talking about HR topics. Yeah. What's, the business, <laughs> what's the business status of angels? Because, oh, by the way, Chaz and I could talk like that forever. And, you know, yeah. we know based on the feedback that we've heard from the podcast that some of you might want us to. Um, however, <laughs> it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, it it's gets dangerous. dangerous, right. So, okay, let's talk about the business side of the day. So, Chaz, there's a, a site called bankrate.com. And I think, uh, you know, Everybody's most people familiar. have probably heard of that. Yeah. So, they did a study in 2021. And their study found that the average debt per person in the U.S. is $92,000. Wow. Uh, no judgment here. No, judgment no, here. no, 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 yeah. no. Um, let's, yeah, let's be clear. So today, obviously, thoughts and opinions and general better practice, if you will. Um, I think everyone deep down, if you've ever heard me talk or listen, like I, I genuinely enjoy like financial planning and and, and finance and, and all of the things that go along with that. Um, that's actually a really timely stat for today's episode, Julie. But my yeah. first reaction, uh, honestly, it just kind of breaks my heart. You know, it it, it really, really does. Um, Now, there's two sides of that. If you actively choose to to do debt, and there's operating capital and debt that that comes with a business, but that that's a personal debt, right? That ninety two thousand number, and 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 that's hard. Like I don't, if I remember from that study, that doesn't include like home ownership debt. That is just personal or student um, loans. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. So that. Just straight debt. Yeah. So, and there was also another study. I'm going to do a stat with a stat here, Jules. Uh, You know, I saw Bankrate also put in a different study that 56% of people have less than $1,000 in their savings account. And, and again, I mean, it breaks my heart for a multitude of reasons, but then it leads me to the question, like we talk about individualized experience in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Where can our orgs help, right? Like, can our orgs educate? You know, you mean our our places of work? Yeah, like can we can we start to educate and 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 do something different for our people? And yeah, yeah, go ahead. I I can tell. No, that's a that's a great topic. I mean, and that's what we're talking about today. Right, right. So, I mean, just to segue into that, um, you know, what can we be doing about this as HR professionals, as people managers, as organizations? And you know, my first question to you, Chaz, is should organizations be doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think they can do better. Right. Um, and, and we'll talk about that. Yes, I do. I do. Here's, here's the deal. I think society just in general in the U S relies upon, um, you to be somewhat of a a self learner, which is great, right? Like you and I are both avid self learners, but if you, if you follow kind of the way that, that, the education system works, especially like in you know, in college, right? Mm-hmm. Typical um, in college, you have to take one business course, right? Like you have to take one business course, or you have to take one uh, financial course, or whatever. And and 
I think that's really, really limited uh, because it doesn't do a good enough job of explaining the things that we need to understand. Now there that's for a small group of people who actually get to go to college. Right. Right. I don't know about you, Jules, but in high school, I was never taught about financial well-being in an actual class. No, I don't. If I ever was, I don't recall. Right. Did you get taught how to file your taxes? No. And so, there's, we'll been argue, yeah, there's been arguments about that as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, what's interesting about this is I think when we talk about well-being and, and we talked about burnout and motivation two episodes ago, uh, we have to take a holistic approach and financial being one of those big pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think about from a, a strategy, I think it's investing in people to help them understand, you know, simple things like inflow and outflow. And, and, and again, Jules, I'm no guru on this whatsoever, but it, there are small steps that I think corporations can help employees understand. So mm-hmm. if they decide to choose to make those small steps, they can, right? Now, yeah. should we put a disclaimer that we are not financial professionals? <laughs> yeah. Or should you take yeah, any yeah, financial yeah. advice? Yeah. No, um, I just no, talked no. about being at a casino. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, th- to preface this is we have to want to do it, right? And I think organizations, if you want to prove that you're investing in people, maybe teach them something a little bit different that every organization doesn't. Right. Um, There's a lot of different circumstances that come around financial well-being, a lot of external factors. I think about people that I know that take care of family members. I think I think about someone who's had tragedy struck, you know, strike some people who just have bad luck. Right. Um, You know, things like that. But it can really cripple people in a multitude of ways, specifically financially and add a ton of stress. And, you know, that said, we're not here to put anybody down or make you feel less than at all. Um, but I do think organizations have to hold themselves responsible in some manner, um, you know, for people who potentially are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, I actually was talking to Dr. Chris Mullen about this month and a half ago. There are organizations that pay such a low wage that it's it's an unlivable wage, even though we have stipulations in place that say, oh, it's a livable wage. Maybe, right? What? Yeah. What's a livable? What a livable wage is, is exactly. Yeah. Which is why we have to focus in on the other tips, right? Like we have right. to focus in on the other tips because the organization is there to make a profit and to make sure it's a sustainable business. But um, one of the first steps I would I would say to teach is something as simple as financial goal setting, right? Yeah. I, and I know that's so cliche and generic, um, but with that comes a simple budget, and I think that is two critical pieces on the ability to decrease the financial stress um, where you can simplify things, right? Inflow and outflow. Um, What do I want from a goal perspective financially? I think about where do I want to be six months from now financially? Where do I want to be a year from now financially? Where do I want to be next week financially, right? right? Set those goals. And there are a ton of uh, applications, apps on your phone. Yeah. That will help you with this. I'll pause there. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, you know, you, you may be questioning, well, how is this affecting work? Well, this affects work because this is affecting people and people are the ones who work. And I know that was the most profound statement I've ever made on the podcast. Um, However, um, (laughs) 
you know, this, this has a, 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 a large effect on the overall well-being of people. And we talk sure. a lot about employee well-being and we talk a lot about employee experience and are we meeting employees' expectations? Mm-hmm. You know, this could be an, for, for you, meaning those of you out there um, in HR or, or who have the uh, who have the means to provide financial education to employees, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can, uh, you can really make a difference in their lives. You know, I remember when I was a practitioner, uh, we used to get solicited by banks who wanted to come in. Yeah. And they, and obviously they wanted folks to sign up for a checking account or what, a savings account with them, but they would basically, they would come to a financial wellness seminar in person mm-hmm. Um, and it was a free thing for the organization. Um, and then, you know, it was up to the employee, whether or not they were going to sign up for an account, but this doesn't have to cost the company money. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of resources out there. You know, I think also we have to look at, um, you know, when someone does have debt or they go to, they go to HR, you know, typically we might refer them to an EAP employee assistance program. Um, but I think we need to take that a little bit further. Yeah. So when we, you know, we, we need to, we can refer them to the EAP, but what are they going to learn there? You know, we have to teach people how to evaluate their wants versus their needs. Yep. Um, and, you know, obviously we all want things, <laughs> um, but yep. truly, you know, do we need it? You know, I talk a lot of, in my presentations about consumerism and how our, um, our experience as consumers has really shaped our expectations as Mm -hmm. employees. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think all of that sort of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting because you, but financial stress can, is a direct contributor to uh, buying habits too. Right. I think that's what you're saying. Like they're, 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 it's really, really easy. My gosh. It's so easy to buy something from your phone. Right. Oh, I know. It's even easier not to look at your credit card bill or your bank statement and know that if this sucker deliver, you know, whatever it is, gets delivered to my front doorstep tomorrow. Again, it's almost that instant gratification, right? Oh, it's not almost. It is instant gratification. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, so this idea of man, I can have it now. I can have it today. I can have it tomorrow. Whatever it is. It directly impacts the stress that we that that if we don't understand the difference between a want and a need, and and they do overlap some, right? They do overlap some, but if we don't understand the want versus need, and should I be buying this because it's going to make my life better, or should I be buying this simply because I want it, right? That it's kind of hard to or, balance. or because or because you have the means to buy Exa- it exactly you know we talk a, there's a bit of privilege that comes along with this 100 you know? and 100 you know yeah i i and you know that i feel that i feel that way too you know i i've mentioned on the podcast before how i collect sports cards <laughs> um if i see a pack or a box of sports cards in the store do I buy them because I want them or because I need them? And I can tell you, it's definitely not the latter. <laughs> Moments <laughs> because, of confession, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is very, thank you all. This is very therapeutic uh, for me. So, but no, I, I you know, but <laughs> in, in, in all seriousness, you know, these are things that absolutely affect people at work. 
Sure. Um, and it's it goes along with the narrative of when you walk in the door at work, you don't leave your whole life behind. That's right. As much as employers want sometimes to think that employees are just all in with work, that's all they care about, that's all they should be thinking about, not in today's society. Yeah. So so kind of going off of that too, when you think about the the first point, like we need to have financial goal setting and, and simple budgets, right? So point one, the second one that, that you mentioned is evaluating wants versus needs. It's hard to do that by yourself sometimes, you know, okay. uh, it's, it's hard to evaluate wants and needs for yourself because if, if you are caught up in overbuying, right. Or if you are caught up in, in situations that make it difficult for you to say no, like having something delivered within your house within two hours, guilty, right? Guilty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, so if we don't understand those things, like just sending me to an EAP, doesn't actually solve the problem. Right. right and right. and when you and when you go through it with an organization, like how empowering is it for an organization to say, you know what, I want to, I want to invest in you and your knowledge. We're going to offer a course here. Um, you know, obviously whether you choose to pay for them or not, boy, wouldn't that be cool, right? For an hour a week or whatever it is. But hey, we're going to show you some of the simple things that will help you achieve the financial goals that that you've set. Here are ways right. that we can do that. There's that, there's a huge personal and trust element that comes with that too. You don't have to share your finances with everybody in that course, but yeah. it will give you some ideas that can um, move it forward or move the needle in a direction that you want it to go. And with that, I would challenge people to help uh, employees understand the, the, the financial topic of interest and taxes, right? So, so interest. Another topic we didn't learn about in school, interest. So so you learn about it. So I had to take economics in high school. It was a part of it, but it was a one semester course, but it's it barely scratched the surface on things like inflation and it was at a at a very macro level like supply and right. demand right it, but you know when it comes to interest and taxes i i think about like loans loans can be a wonderful thing right like loans there there's good debt and bad debt loans can be a wonderful thing but it it's really really easy to overreach because people often think it's free money Right. right. And, yeah. And, and, and what's what makes what makes loans hard, um, you know, getting out of debt is this lovely principle called interest where, uh, you know, whoever provides you that loan, they're going to receive extra in addition to what you take, you know, what you take out. Very basic, very simple principle. Then you get into things like compounding interest and then, you, you know, all of these different things where it can really cripple you really, really fast. It can cripple you, but let's take an, let's take an alternate view here. Okay. Um, yep. You know, yep. compound interest can also help you if you, if we teach employees how to save. And invest. That's and invest. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Now, again, <laughs> this is not, this is not financial advice in any way, <laughs> um, and, nor should, you know, uh, I would recommend you as employers, if you do take this route to, you know, provide some education, you have disclaimers for your employees, you know, (laughs) certainly in today's uh, litigious um, society. You know, I think, I think, um, you know, I I think that it's really important also when we think about 
financial wellness, you know, we, when we bring it back to the employee experience and how we can invest in our people, mm-hmm. you know, if you have someone who's struggling and, with finances and they're looking to make more money, um, perhaps taking those upskilling and reskilling, uh, <laughs> those great buzzwords, um, and utilizing the upskilling and reskilling as a strategy, uh, to not only help you, the organization, but to help the employee grow and obtain more money as well. Yeah. I, I mean, with new skill and new development typically comes with higher pay, right? What do we do with that higher pay? Have we taught them how to navigate higher pay, right? I think about people who are in highly compensated positions too. It doesn't mean just because they're in an HCE or high, you know, highly compensated employment doesn't mean that they, for whatever reason, understand how to manage money any better than the next person, right? Yeah, I think of the NFL and what they do with their rookies and how they have uh, classes for their rookies uh, mm-hmm. when they after they sign their contracts because yeah. many of these individuals have never come into money, you know, in that way. And I have heard we've, I think we've all heard the stories of people just blowing their first million or 2 million or whatever whatever. it is. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's, that's really where, I mean, the NFL does a great job of that, but I think why aren't other organizations taking that step and, 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 you know, there, there's some risk involved with that too, right? Like there's some risk. And I, just like, if you're taking a loan out, there's a lot of risk that's involved with that. But if, if, if we're driving towards a well-being, and if we're saying, Oh, we believe in well-being and, Oh, we want you to stick around and, Oh, we, you know, want to provide you the best experience. Then we have to talk about the major portion of our lives that everyone is affected by. And that is money period, right. you know, right. and, and it requires money to survive in today's society. So what can we do to educate? What can we do to help them and and really help them help employees like get away from complacency, you know? And, and again, we've talked about this before where I think everyone um, has a desire to learn more, desire to be better, desire to make more money or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's really, really cool if companies take a step out and say, you know what, we're going to help you beyond just new skills and higher pay. We're going to help you understand. Yeah, it shows that it shows that you care about the you meaning companies that they you care about the employee on a individualized level. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the other piece of that too, Jules, is it gives employees a place to ask questions. So if yeah. there's if there's not a complete level of trust, how cool is it that they can come and ask questions? Hey, what does the program say about this? What does, you know, what do you do? What do you do differently? What do you do? We're all looking for kind of an edge, right? Um, When it comes to finances, you know, we all want the latest hot tip on stocks or whatever. Like you've seen the movies, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, what's the latest and greatest? Uh, (laughs) But I I think employees could, um, you know, whether the argument is, is it their responsibility or not? I do think the organizations could take a further step and really make a difference in employees' lives in a way that helps their greater well-being, eliminate stress, right? Yeah, and it's it's not something that we think about all the time. And in an effort to differentiate ourselves as organizations to attract and retain top talent, having a benefit like this or having a program that would help employees financially is, is a fantastic idea um, to differentiate. You know, you yeah. can... Uh, you know, let employees know at, at pre-boarding or onboarding, hey, you know, we want to make sure that um, we invest in you mm-hmm. um, as you invest in you, 
and here are some resources for you, or uh, this is when you can meet with a financial advisor that we're going to pay for or that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, you know, and the last thing that we can probably tie this up is like 401k, right? You know, how many times have we walked into companies and and they just hand you the 401k packet if your company has one, it's like, okay, read the book and make your selections. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. I used, and I used to have individuals who would think that was quote unquote free money and they would ask for loans from their 401k all the time, where it was actually a four or three B, but still. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the issue with that is you get taxed twice on that money. Mm-hmm. You get, you get taxed on it. It's and probably it, written in the fine print too, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. individuals, you know, who are living paycheck to paycheck just don't seem, you know, that doesn't seem to phase them too much. They're just looking at getting the dollars for yeah. whatever they need the dollars yeah. for. Yeah. And, and, and the cool part about like relieving some of this financial stress is you, any stress, right. As we've discussed before, higher productivity, better engagement, mm-hmm. You know, all of these things that contribute to the well-being. Right. right? And and I don't know of many people out there that are actually talking about this topic right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna mention. Yeah. I was I was thinking, I was like, this isn't something that we in HR talk about all that often. It's taboo, right? It's kind of yeah, taboo. It's taboo, but it's yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that and we're running out of time, but I think trust is another thing. You know, if you have a culture of trust in your organization, employees are going to feel much better about mm-hmm. learning about financial wellness uh, yeah. from your organization. Yeah. Some people are going to be skeptical, right? Thinking sure. that the employer is out to get them or out mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, look at their personal information or whatever. So, yeah. Jules, yeah. what'd you find your purpose in today? Oh, gosh. Wow. Um, I think I found my purpose in that we need to make sure that we are educating employees on financial uh, wellness from day one mm. in the organization um, yeah. and have it be a part of onboarding, no matter how small or, you know, or robust, you know, it might, yeah. it might be. Yeah. I, I think I I've learned if we say well-being, right. That financial is a huge piece of this and and it may differ from you or me or whatever but the point is that is something we have to to destigmatize to right yeah. is talking about finances in the workplace and um you know discussing the things or ways that we can better our employees lives um and and hopefully move them away from living paycheck to paycheck if that's what they desire so yeah yeah all right. Close this out, Jules. All We're right. good. I'm going to close this out. All right. A uh, few reminders before we leave. Don't forget to like and subscribe and use the hashtag PeoplePurposePod on social media sites like Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, be sure to check out the blogs and latest research from the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting WorkforceInstitute.org. Awesome. That's it. Thanks for listening, y'all. Cheers. Bye. Bye.